Chapter 5, Special Delivery After ensuring the women were settled in their rooms safely, it was time to begin this bizarre dating scenario. Yet, the group still had to be cautious because even the forester had prying eyes. Nevertheless, everyone involved was eager to proceed with this very unusual dating arrangement. Sarah called Bradford to give him an update. Plus, she needed to know when he would arrive. The phone barely rang before Bradford picked up. Hello, Bradford speaking. Hi Mayor, it's Sarah. The ladies are here. So my beauties have arrived. What do you think? Have you sat down with any of them? Bradford, you're pressing your luck. I'm not going to pick your wife for you. I've only agreed to provide the hideout, the rest is up to you. Come on, Sarah, I need your help. No one is a better judge of women than you. Which one do you like? Although Sarah still didn't want to be in the middle of Bradford's love life, she could hear the desperation in his voice. Bradford, it's not important what I think about the ladies. The success or failure of this crazy adventure is yours alone. Plus, I haven't talked with any of them yet. Bradford wasn't going to let her off the hook that easy. He knew that was a bold-faced lie. Sarah judged women all the time with one glance. So, he felt like he had no choice but to beg. Sarah, please. I really do need your help. My career is riding on this, and my heart can't live through another bad marriage. The desperate plea finally pulled at Sarah's heartstrings. She didn't want to sway Bradford's decision, but the anguish in his voice made her reveal who she felt was the front-runner. Listen Bradford, I'm not telling you to pick Amber, but in my opinion, she seems like the best fit. The conversation made Sarah see Bradford through a new set of eyes. He was vulnerable and not as self-confident as he would like people to think. She still didn't want to be in the middle of his harebrained scheme, but she was committed to doing a little more. With that in mind, she ordered three new dresses for the women. It was the least she could do. When Max returned home, he seemed just as excited as Bradford. Oh no, not you two. You would think you two grown men had never been around women before. Calm down, the ladies are here, and Bradford will be here shortly. Okay, but give me an update. What's your first impression of the women? Who's our next first lady of the city? You and Bradford must be thinking with the same brain. I'm not backing any of them, but I like Amber. There's something unique about her. Tiffany is trash, and Denise is a plain Jane. However, none of the ladies know Bradford is the mayor yet, so everything could change once they find out. Listen Sarah, I know you're not 100% in this. You're helping because of our argument, and I want to thank you. I've been thinking about our disagreement, and maybe I shouldn't have judged you so harshly. I wasn't in your shoes, and I'm sure it wasn't a decision you made lightly. You did what you thought was best. I'm sorry for holding your pass over your head. Can you forgive me? Sarah was sure Max wanted their relationship to return back to normal, but wasn't prepared to let him go scot-free. I appreciate the apology, but it wasn't necessary. Max, you failed to realize you've entered a new world, and I'm not talking about the bloodline. A select few control Philly, and trust me, they aren't playing by any moral rules you live by. I can guarantee there will be a time when you will have to break a few rules too, and giving Bradford a heads up is just the beginning. Mark my words, you'll do more when it's your back up against the wall. The warning went in one ear and out the other. 
he'd heard Sarah, but thought of himself as a man with faultless values and impeccable principles. He couldn't imagine any situation that would shake his moral stand, and in time, he hoped Sarah would see that, but in the meantime, he was willing to overlook her past transgressions. Sarah, you know I love you right? This argument shouldn't change a thing between us. Are we good? Sarah kissed Max but knew this conversation wasn't truly over, it would raise its ugly head again. But for now, she was willing to overlook his naive ideas. Yet, for her, something had indeed, changed. She realized Max was a great supportive partner, but getting his hands dirty was another matter, and in her world, that could be the kiss of death. However, instead of driving her point home, she bit her tongue. I love you too. While Sarah and Max rekindled their love, Bradford was on the other side of town, frantically trying to get dressed. A lot was riding on tonight, and Bradford wanted to look his best. It would be his first encounter with his potential new bride, and you know what they say, first impressions are everything. 